to Searchlight Bible Broadcast. This program is of inspiration, encouragement, and the study of the Bible. Please stay tuned to Searchlight Bible Broadcast. And greetings, friends everywhere. Welcome to Searchlight Bible Broadcast, and this is Pastor Trinidad Padilla speaking. I'm very happy to be in your homes with the gospel of the kingdom of God. Perhaps you're driving your car, you might be at home, or you might be in jail. But wherever you are listening to Searchlight Bible Broadcast, I want to say welcome, and may God bless you real good, is my prayers for you. Searchlight Bible Broadcast is a special presentation of the Churches of God's Seventh-day located throughout Oklahoma. Especially here in Oklahoma City, the Church of God's Seventh-day is located at 3019 Southeast 18th Street, Oklahoma City or Dell City. That's 3019 Southeast 18th Street, Dell City, Oklahoma. And here in Shawnee, Oklahoma, the Church of God is located on Gordon Cooper Drive between Shawnee and Tecumseh on Gordon Cooper Drive. And for more information concerning the Church of God Seventh Day, you can write your letters to Searchlight, Post Office Box 3153, Shawnee, Oklahoma 74801. That's Searchlight, Post Office Box 3153, Shawnee, Oklahoma, 74801. I know it is kind of hard to keep all these numbers or addresses in mind, but if you look up the Church of God Seventh Day in the yellow pages, you will find there the Church of God Seventh Day, and oh, perhaps in the white pages too, and uh, also the phone numbers, and you can call us, because on every broadcast, we have booklets that we offer, and also our monthly magazine entitled The Bible Advocate that will come to your home free of charge, no obligation whatsoever. Today, we are asking the question, which day of the week should Christians observe as a Sabbath? You know, in the beginning, God gave man a, a tremendous blessing designed to keep him ever in the true knowledge of his Creator. But you know, mankind as a whole has chosen to deprive itself of this blessing. Throughout history, 
people have fought over, argued about, ridiculed, and ignored the Sabbath day that is mentioned in Genesis chapter 2, verses 1, 2, and 3. Now, even in our time, opinions vary widely on this subject. Many claim the Sabbath was changed from the seventh to the first day of the week. Others insist it is still the seventh day, but can seem to agree which day that is, whether Saturday or Sunday, and some people keep Friday. Still others maintain that we can't really know for sure since time may have been lost over the thousands of years since creation. And there are those who say it doesn't make any difference which day it is, just as long as we are sincere in our observance of the day we choose, whether it is Saturday or Sunday or Tuesday, whatever. Now, what then is the truth about this important question? Is God's revelation on this matter so vague as to permit all these differing opinions to be right? Or is there complete and satisfying proof as to which day should be kept? Now, let us notice very carefully what the Bible says about the Sabbath. Because the Bible is the authority. The Bible is the one that tells us about the Sabbath or the first day of the week and which day should we keep if we are supposed to keep any day. Are we supposed to keep all of the Ten Commandments or only nine of the Ten Commandments? What does the Bible have to say about all the commandments of God? And you might also notice that the fourth commandment says to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. We're going to tell you more about this in just a moment. In the meantime, we want for you to just relax for just a few moments and listen to the song that we have for you right now, a song entitled A Golden Tomorrow, A Golden Tomorrow, presented by my wife and I. We recorded this a few years ago, but we still like to sing it.
that you have enjoyed that song, A Golden Tomorrow. And surely we are looking for that beautiful golden tomorrow when Jesus will return in the clouds of heaven with all of his beautiful angels, and then he will sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him will be gathered all nations. And then the saints will have immortal bodies and eternal life, when Jesus shall return in that golden tomorrow. If you like the special singing, be sure and let us know when you write to us, and remember that your letters are very encouraging to us. Be sure and write us a letter, a postcard, and let us know that you are listening to our broadcast, and also uh, we would like to send you a booklet on the Should the Sabbath Be Observed by Christians Today? Also, another booklet entitled The Ten Commandments in, in the New Testament. Didn't you know that all of the Ten Commandments are found in the New Testament? That's right. We can prove it. We'll send you the booklet. And you'll see that all Ten Commandments are found in the New Testament. And what about the Seventh-day Sabbath? Now, the question that we would like to answer is, who made the Sabbath day? And when we talk about the Sabbath day, we're talking about the seventh day, as we will prove to you that the seventh day of the week is the Sabbath. But now, who made the Sabbath? You know that Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God and founder of the New Testament Christianity, told the Pharisees of his day, Jesus said, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. Mark chapter 2, verses 27 and 28. Did you notice that? The Sabbath did not just happen. Jesus said it was made. That's right. It was made, meaning that it was created. It did not merely evolve as a result of the need of human beings to have a day of rest, God made it. God rested, God blessed it, and God created the seventh day. Read it for yourself. Now, to find out who made the Sabbath, let us go back to the account of creation as given in the book of Genesis. And here we read from Genesis chapter 2, and we read verse 2. Turn with me to your own Bibles, to Genesis 2 and verse 2, and says, and on the seventh day. I want you to underline that because it says, and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he, that is God, rested on the 
seventh day, not on the first, not on Friday, but on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. Well, was God tired? Was he really tired from all his creation, or why did he set aside the Sabbath? And so it was God, the Eternal, the Elohim himself, who made the Sabbath. Now he did so by resting after six days of diligent work. We might think, well, was God working? Well, the Bible says that he was creating, and God was uh, making everything that we see, visible and invisible. Now notice further that he blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. It says in verse 3, Genesis 2 and verse 3. Now the Hebrew word for sanctify means to make clean. That's right, to make clean. Sanctify, he made it clean. God commands Christians, for example, to be sanctified to be separate from the world around them, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 17. In like manner, he separated the seventh day from the preceding six, and, and so making it his day to be used as he directs. So God is the founder, God is the creator of the seventh day, and he rested, not because he was physically tired, or because of his physical work. No, God wasn't tired. I don't believe that God gets tired at all, but he did this for a purpose. And you, as a Christian, if you are a Christian, and if you're not, you need to know anyway why God made this special day. But uh, you might ask the question, but why was the Sabbath made? Was it... Uh, for a, a certain purpose, and uh, then, and so what about now? We're living in a Christian era, you might say. What about now? Well, then, in the Old Testament time, yes, the, seventh, the, the Sabbath and the seventh day was uh, kept back there, but you know, Jesus came and he changed all things around. And so now we don't have to keep the Sabbath because now we're under the Christian era, and so we don't have no Sabbath. Is that what you believe? Is that what your preacher tells you? Now, for the answer, now turn back to the account of a special covenant which God made with ancient Israel, entirely separate from the old covenant, which has since been replaced by the new covenant. We turn back to Exodus chapter 31, and we read verse 13, And God instructed Moses concerning the children of Israel. And he says, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Verily my Sabbaths ye shall keep. For it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that ye may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. Here God is telling Israel, Verily my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Lord, meaning the Eternal, the Creator, that does sanctify you. So the Sabbath is a sign, a sign by which we can know who the true God really is. 
But how is the Sabbath a sign of this? Well, we turn to verse 17, and here it has the answer. That's Exodus 31, verse 17. It says, It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Notice what it says. Again, verifying what Genesis chapter 2 says. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Well, do you see now that the Sabbath identifies God as creator of all things? No other day of the week could have such deep significance. This is why Israel of old was commanded to observe this sacred memorial. It is throughout the Old Testament, my friends, from Genesis all the way through. God commanded to observe this sacred memorial of His creation. And this is why we today are likewise admonished to keep it. Yes, Christians are admonished to keep the Sabbath just as Israel was commanded to keep it. You know that God was a Sabbath keeper? And didn't you know that Jesus, our Savior, Jesus, our Lord and Messiah, was also a Sabbath keeper? Didn't you know that the apostles were all Sabbath keepers? That the apostle Paul was also a Sabbath keeper? Yes, all these men of God were all Sabbatarians or Sabbath keepers. But you might say, like many today, believe that the Sabbath was Jewish. That is the answer a lot of people give. Yes, the Sabbath was in the Bible, but the Sabbath was Jewish. That is, that it was a part of the ceremonial law of Moses, they say, and therefore should not be observed by Christians today. But you know, the Sabbath existed long before the time of Moses, we have shown that it was established by God at creation over 2,000 years before Moses was ever born. Now notice Exodus chapter 16. We're going to turn there. This was before God's people, the Israelites, had reached Mount Sinai, where the Ten Commandments were to be given and the Old Covenant proposed. Now in verse 4, God told Moses in the book of Exodus 16, verse 4, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. Now, does this mean that God had laws before Mount Sinai? Indeed it does. Abraham, for example, lived centuries before Moses, yet we read in Genesis that Abraham obeyed, he says, my voice, and God is speaking here about Abraham, Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Genesis 26 and verse 5. Yes, God had laws before Mount Sinai. Abraham obeyed the voice of God. He obeyed the charges, the commandments, and the statutes, and the laws of God. 
And so these laws existed already, my friends, before they were given on Mount Sinai on two tables of stone. And you know, the Sabbath had always been a part of God's law. Therefore, when he wanted to see if his people would obey him, he used the Sabbath as a mean of testing their obedience like God is doing today. Now, here was the test. On the first six days of every week, God promised to provide the Israelites with a type of food called manna. Manna, and it means, what is it? Manna. Exodus chapter 16 and verse 5, it says, And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they shall bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. Now, why twice as much on the sixth day? The obvious answer is so that they would have or would not have to do the work of gathering on the seventh day, the Sabbath. Now, please notice what the Bible says in Exodus 16, verses 22 and 23. And here it says, And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man, and all the rulers of the congregations came and told Moses, and he said unto them, This is that which the Lord hath said, Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today, and seethe that ye will seethe. And that which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept unto the morning. Now surely this proves that the Sabbath is a part particular day, a very, very much special day, and not just one day in seven that you can do whatever you please. This is God's day. And here God is telling the Israelites about the Sabbath way before the Ten Commandments were given, before anybody was ever called a Jew. In case somebody will tell you, any preacher will tell you the Sabbath was Jewish, they're only lying to you, my friends. No, the Sabbath is not Jewish, unless God is Jewish. I know that Jesus came from the tribe of Judah, so you might call Jesus a Jew if you want to. But surely God was not Jewish, and God is the one that made the Sabbath, and he rested and sanctified it, and blessed it, and told us to observe the Sabbath. Uh, surely this is evidence that it makes a difference to God which day it is that we keep. Apparently some of the people felt it didn't make any difference, like a lot of people today. I know a lot of Christians uh, say it doesn't make any difference. Now notice in Exodus 16 verse 27, it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. That's right. You won't find Anything, if you go out on the seventh day, God's holy day, unless you are obeying God, you're going to find the blessings of God. But as far as food, as the Israelites, you won't find any. Now, these people might have been sincere, like a lot of people are today, just as many so-called Christians are very sincere. And I do believe that they are very sincere. But did God accept their sincerity in lieu of obedience to him? Notice what God says in Exodus 16, verses 28 and 29. 
And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath, therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. And so after this thundering rebuke, notice what happened. He says, so the people rested on the seventh day. This Exodus 16 and verse 30. They finally realized that God meant what he said. And so, my friends, God means the same today. Now, we're going to tell you more about the Sabbath. I want to tell you more because there is a lot to tell you about the Sabbath. Also about the blessings of the Sabbath. You need to know, my friends, about this beautiful, beautiful day that God has created for us. In the meantime, and while we're presenting this song, get your paper and pencil ready so you can write down uh, the name of the booklets and also our mailing address. The Cornerstone Gospel singers are going to sing uh, the rest of the song that they presented here a while back. If I had to do it all over again, notice what they say in their beautiful song. That was rather short, wasn't it? But you know, if you had to do it all over again, what would you do? That's the question. This is why I played that uh, just a portion of that song. I have played it before, but what would you do if you had to do it all over again? Well, you know, you can, you can actually make things right with the Lord right now. If you have been breaking God's commandments, you have been uh, breaking the Sabbath, and uh, up to now you haven't been sure about which day is the Lord's day, and you want to know more about it, and you want to be sure, write for our booklet that we have to offer on the seventh-day Sabbath. Should the, should the Sabbath be observed by Christians today? Just tell us you want the booklet on the Sabbath. And we will send you all the companion booklets on the uh, Lord's Day and also the Ten Commandments in the New Testament. Remember, there is no charge. There is no obligation when you write to us. Here is now my mailing address. Write your letters to Searchlight, Post Office Box 3153, Shawnee, Oklahoma, 74801. That's Searchlight, Post Office Box 3153, Shawnee, Oklahoma, 74801. My friends, it is very, very important that you know about the Sabbath. I don't care what any preacher tells you. You need to find out for yourself about the Sabbath. And also, we would like to invite you to attend the services of the Churches of God Seventh Day. The Church of God Seventh Day meets here in Oklahoma City at 3019 Southeast 18th Street, Oklahoma City, or Dell City. And here in Shawnee, Oklahoma, on Gordon Cooper Drive between Shawnee and Tecumseh. 
Tecumseh, Oklahoma. You'll find the Church of God Seventh Day and in many parts of Oklahoma. So be sure and sit down and write the letter postcard, my friends, and let us know what way we can help you. Until next time, this is Pastor Padilla saying goodbye, my dear friends.